If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. Yo, what up? It's Fat Money, the fattest, the biggest. And I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. What the fuck they was waiting for? All this fire, the fuck I need Satan for? They stay speaking about it. You still know who got it. All right, so we got the one and only Fat Money jumping <laughs> off the porch with us today. For sure. Welcome, what's man. Happening? Yeah, how you feeling today, bro? I'm all good, man. Chilling. Nah, that's what's good, man. Appreciate you swinging by today, too, man. Appreciate y'all for having me, bro. Yeah, no problem, man. First, I'll just go ahead and introduce who you got sitting next to you today, too, man. It's my brother, Juice, man. Oh, shit. <laughs> this is my evil twin. Okay. Nah, that's what's good, man. He's out of your support, you man. So that's sure. love for sure, man. Sure. Yeah, man. So, all right. So you originally from Harvey, right? Yeah. Yep. I don't know nothing about Harvey, man. Is it like Chicago? Is it not like Chicago? Like, what's the culture like in Harvey? I mean, it's a five, ten minute drive from the city. Hmm. So, I mean, shit, everything. Everything they got going on, you know, all that shit trickles down. So it's just like any other hood in America, you know, poverty stricken, violence, crime, yeah. everything else that other hood got going on. Okay. Ain't nothing really different. Yeah. Why do you feel like we hear about so much violence coming out of Chicago, out of that area then? Uh, I'm gonna just say, you know, the, the poverty part, like you feel what I'm saying? Niggas ain't got nothing else to, a lot of niggas ain't got nothing else to do. Yeah. So, you know, you're gonna turn, you're gonna turn to the streets. And that's basically what everybody else doing in Chicago, like shit. Yeah. Everybody off the porch in Chicago. Nah, for real. Early age. <laughs> so how does it feel to be able to make it out of that type of environment, man? Feel good, bro, but you never really make it out like you feel what I'm saying, unless you got some bees or something, because hmm. you're going to always have that granny who don't want to move, you know what I'm saying, or two grannies who don't want to move, hmm. and you know, mama's aunties, cousins, like you feel me, you still got to stay attached to your family members, man, so shit, all my family's still out there. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So you sure. take you probably go back there a lot then, huh? Yeah. yeah. Well, when I when I when I can. Yeah. But you know. How does your neighborhood look today compared to when you were growing up then? Has it changed much or is it still just the same? Yeah, it changed. Probably when when we got out there it was probably like still like two or three white people still staying out there, you know? <laughs> but now it's just like it's way worse. Like, really? you got cribs, you got cribs. Like, let's say you got 20 cribs on the block. 15 of them abandoned. Oh, shit. Like, you feel what I'm saying? And then they put the orange X on there for demolition. They just tan them down. Like, 
But the ones that ain't demolition yet, them still up. Like they just abandoned cribs. Uh -huh. It look like zombie town a little bit on certain parts of the area. Goddamn. Yeah. Are they rebuilding anything once they tear down or is it just a vacant lot at that just point? Just a vacant lot. Oh, wow. Yeah, they ain't doing nothing. Man. So they ain't putting no money back into it. No. Nah. I got some homies putting money back into it, but yeah. they not doing it. I feel that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you live in Atlanta now, right? Back and forth from Atlanta to Cali. Okay, okay. Yeah, but most of the time I'm in the A. Okay. Yeah. So how would you compare Atlanta to Chicago then, or is there really no comparison between the two? It's a comparison because where I stay at, I don't see like niggas around my age. Like you feel what I'm saying? Like it's all, it's an older crowd where I stay. You know, everybody wave at you. You pull in your neighborhood, <laughs> your neighbors wave at you. <laughs> That's my life. You feel me? So I stay in that. I get, I, you know what I'm saying? I rarely come to the city. Hmm. And you know, they be saying like Chicago niggas coming to Atlanta, fucking the city up like you feel me? <laughs> I ain't got nothing to do with that. I be out the way down here, you feel me? No, I feel that. Yeah, yeah. You, you, man, you gotta, you know, mature and get away from that type of yeah, shit. Facts. You know what I'm saying? I, I grinded to get out of there. I ain't moved down here to be in another nigga hood. Like I go get my own hood. Real shit, man. Yeah. So going back to your childhood then, like what were some of the hobbies you were into as a kid growing up? Yeah, we was just stealing bikes. That's really all we was doing, stealing bikes, rebuilding bikes. You know, that was really it, stealing. That's all we used to do as kids, is steal shit. Yeah. Whatever we couldn't get from our mama and them, like we stole it. So that was like the biggest thing. Wake up, what we gonna steal today? <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Like, what was one of the best bikes you stole there? Probably a dyno. You know, oh, shit. You okay. remember the dyno? Yeah. I had the mags and the pegs on it. You know what I'm saying? Would you keep it for a while or are you dump nah, it? Somebody got me for it. Someone got you for yeah. it? They got me for it. Goddamn cutthroat up there, man. Yeah, for sure. So when would you say you jumped off the porch? Just take it, you was pretty young then, huh? Yeah, we was young because uh, my mama was working hard. Like, you know, she had a. Uh, three boys and one girls, plus she adopted my cousin them as her best friend. When her best friend died, she adopted all her kids. So oh, just a house full of kids and she was at work all day. So we was outside, mm. you know what I'm saying? She worked all day. So I say about like 12, 11, 12, like everybody else. Okay. Yeah. Was your pops around or did you have any male you know, role models in your life at that time? He was around, but he was never with my mama. Like, you feel me? He stayed on the other side of the uh, 147. Okay. Like, down. Like, you feel what I'm saying? But he was the same thing. Like, he was outside all day. So I go over his house to do what I want to do. You feel <laughs> what I'm saying? And once I get mad at, at him or I don't want to be around there no more, I come back down to 147 to go to my mama's house. Hmm. And the same shit. I just keep bouncing back and forth, back and forth. So. Wherever I couldn't have my way at, like I'd find it somewhere else. Like that was my whole trick when I was a shorty. Yeah, understood, man. Yeah. What would you say was one of the biggest obstacles you had to overcome in your life so far for you to be able to make it sit on this porch with us today? Probably jail, breaking the law, going to jail back to back. That's about it. That shit over with though. Yeah. Man. Did you ever have to sit down for a long time or were you just kind of in and out? 
It was like little crackhead spurts. Crackhead spurts. Yeah, 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 there. You feel what I'm saying? But a few months, so that's about it? Or? Yeah, a few months. A few months here, a few months there, but it take a toll on you, bro. Uh -huh. For sure. People get tired of you. People get tired of taking care of you, sending you money. Like, man, you ain't gonna do nothing but go right back, you know? Hmm. So, yeah, I'm done with that. Was there like a moment to where you realize, all right, I gotta change some shit up so I don't keep going back to jail like this? Uh, the last time, but you know, I, I felt like that window was closing and I gotta do it now. And you know, when you sitting there, you on, you dead, you feel me? Ain't nothing moving for you, so. It was the last time that killed me, man. The last time I got my mind right. I ain't go to yard. I wasn't trying to talk to niggas. I ain't go to chow. My box was full. I did my bit. I came home, like you feel what I'm saying? With this shit in my head, like how I'ma play it and how I'ma do it. Came home and executed, bro. For sure. Salute to you for that, man. Appreciate it. How long ago was that that you came home there? Oh, like what, four years ago? Okay, yeah. Yeah, been out four years. Yeah, so all that shit's behind you, man. Yeah, for sure. That's what's good. Oh, man. this the longest. Yeah. This the longest, bro. Hmm. For sure. So when it comes to rapping, how'd you get your start? Uh, oh, I just used to fuck around. Like my uh cousin, my cousin Marvel, he used to rap. They used to have a studio in the crib. You know, I used to just sit in that shit all day and just watch them, but Eventually, I started playing with the shit myself, like you feel me? So they got me started, and you feel me? It's been on since then, really. Okay. How old were you back then? I probably was like 16, 17, okay. some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Who were you growing up listening to then? Who were some of your favorite artists? Uh, I was playing a lot of Bump J. Uh, 50 Cent, Jeezy, Gucci, Jay-Z, a little bit of everybody. Okay. Yeah, a little bit of everybody. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba 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 At participating McDonald's. Everybody. Lupe Fiasco, where he was talking that gangster shit. Like, you feel me? <laughs> Oh, I'm saying everybody though, bro. Do you remember the first time you met Bump J? Uh, I remember the first time I seen them. Hmm. I don't remember the first time I met. Him. Yeah, I remember the first time I met him when he came home. Okay. He came home from the feds and shit. Um, I fuck with his brother Shake. Like that's my manager. That's my man. So. Oh, okay. Um, I met him when he he was still on house arrest. He was still on federal house arrest. They was letting him go to the studio and shit. Like basically living out the studio. So I pulled up on him, you know, and Shake had been telling him about me. So hmm. as soon as he came home, he did the song for me, you feel me? The yes or no song. Okay, yeah. And uh, that shit just went crazy. Yeah. yeah. What was that experience like, you know, being able to meet him and being able to cook up with him too, man? It was crazy. He, he, remind, he reminded me of me, like, you feel me? He <laughs> said the same thing about me, like, you feel me? So we just, we super, like, we locked in as soon as I met him, like, I fuck yeah. with Bump. That's yeah, awesome. that shit was nasty because it was like I got the first verse. Niggas, I hadn't heard nothing from him in 10 years. So I got the first verse, you feel what I'm saying? So, and then we performed at the United Center. Like, that shit was turned. Oh, shit. Shout out to Bump, bro. Yeah. 
um, you know, you, you switch from time money to fat money. Yeah. What was the, you know, what was the reason behind the change? Well, shit, uh, I had a homie named Dutch. He uh, passed away from the west side of Chicago. He used to always call me fat money every time he see me. The last time I kicked it with him was at the uh, United Center show with Bump when we did okay. Yes or No. But uh, he used to always, fat money, you fat as hell, boy. You feel me? Because he ain't used to seeing me fat. I always been skinny. You feel me? So he's fat money. So once I, uh, once I signed, once I, uh, once, once Sal and Co at EXO and all of them became on management, they had Ty Dollar Sign on their roster too. So it was just kind of like bumping heads. So I had to, I figured I'd just come out with the, with the shit my homie gave me. Then they come up with a whole new name. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Was it a tough transition? You not know, really. since everyone already knew you as Ty, or not really? Cause I ain't, you know, I ain't. I was just tired of that name anyway. That name came with a lot of shit. Like you uh, feel what I'm saying? So I was tired of it anyway. It's new beginnings, bro. I feel that. It's like kind of outgrew it anyway, huh? Yeah, facts. Yeah. Um, so what's your creative process like? Is anyone that's ever listened to your music, man? No, oh, you be spinning some shit, man. Like, is this off the top, or are you taking time writing this shit down? It's off the top, but I, t I still take my time. Like you know, if I'm fucking with a track. And I might lay five bars on it and uh, and just stop recording it, you feel me? Hmm. Come back to it next week really? and finish it. Or sometimes I might finish the whole thing in the same night. It just depends, bro. It's, it's, you know, it's all feeling, really. So whatever I'm feeling, like, I do it. I try to do as much as I can, but I be feeling myself, like, saying weak shit, I'll stop. Hmm. You feel me? And delete that shit and step back to it another day. Yeah. Ain't no rush. Nah, that's interesting to hear you say that because, you know, we got a couple studio rooms in here and yeah. it's like people don't take their time with this shit no more. Nah. Especially not going back to it a week later. If they can't figure it out that time, it's like, all right, we just going to move on to something else. Yeah, that's a fact. And a lot of times niggas be, you have a bunch of motherfuckers in the studio. This is what I learned from my recording process. There's a lot of motherfuckers in the studio, few niggas I ain't never seen before. And I'm in the studio I've never been in and I'm paying for it. I try to rush and try to impress the room hmm. instead of taking my time and end up not liking the record and not come out. You feel what I'm saying? So I like recording at the crib. Yeah. You feel me? I put it together at the crib. No, nah, that's understandable, man. You got to be more comfortable, yeah, you know facts. what I'm saying? Absolutely, facts. man. Facts. When do you feel like you make your best music then? It's like, you know, you're in a good mood, you're pissed off at someone, or you're going through some real life shit. When do you feel like you come up with your best ideas, your best music then? Really, when everything copacetic, everything smooth, the crib cleaned up, I had a maid come clean the crib, everything all good, roll me a blunt, sit down, ain't nobody bothering me, the dogs ain't barking, like you feel what I'm saying, everything calm, and that'd be the perfect time for me, yeah. morning, morning, afternoon, or night, it don't matter, okay. as long as everything smooth. I got you. What was one of the first songs that really took off for you to where you realized, all right, I'm pretty good at this shit, man. This is what I really need to lock in and be doing, man. Probably yes or no. Really? With Bump, yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah, I'll say that. And uh, I ended up getting locked up after that, but like right after that, like right after we did the video, I got locked up, but hmm. I was just thinking in jail, like, damn, I just fumbled the ball, like, you feel me? Like, 
this shit was on the radio like every day. Like I wasn't having shit on the radio in Chicago like that, you feel me? But you know, I think that was the one that, that made me get serious about this shit. Okay. And what year did that record come out? What year was that? He was locked up. That was like, what year did Yes or No come out? Yeah, that was like 17. Okay, yeah. Was it? Yeah, that was 2017, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But you Ben had, like, you know, big names reaching out to you before that, too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. How did T.I., you know, come come about and reach out to you? Uh, Yeah, my OG Clay. That's, you know, yeah, shout out Clay. That's my dog. Uh, I think Clay reached out first, and that's how the T.I. situation came about. He started flying us to Atlanta. You know, all that shit. We, we ain't know none of I really ain't know nothing about Atlanta like that. You feel me? Hmm. When he started getting us out here and shit, and you know what I'm saying? I just, I fell in love with this shit. Like, this shit's smooth, bro. As long as you know how to stay out the way. Yeah. But, yeah, that was through uh through Clay. I just seen Clay and T.I. like live the other night. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. did they ever offer you a deal or? They was trying to get me, but. It was some shit going on with me, man. You feel what I'm saying? It was people in the way of making that happen. I wouldn't say they was in the way, but they was trying to make sure they could get straight before I could get straight. And oh, T.I. and I'm like, uh, like you feel what I'm saying? This is around the same time they got Travis Scott. He was down here with me too. Oh, really? Yeah, same time. Oh, shit. So, yeah, shit was crazy, bro. Uh, but shit, everything happened for a reason. Yeah, nah, it all worked out for you anyway. For sure. Man. Yeah. Yeah. How'd you lock in with Walker? Walker? Yeah. I think I think I locked in with Walker through Bo Deal. Okay. Shout out yeah. to Bo Deal. Shout out to Bo Deal. That's my dog. Yeah. He brought him he brought he dropped him off in my hood. <laughs> Bo Deal dropped him off in the hood. No security, no none of that shit. Like you feel me? He kicked it with us for a little minute. Did you guys like you know Walker smooth. Yeah. You guys me click and, up right away? Like yeah, it's like instant chemistry or Yeah, instant. Instant. I used to talk to Walker every day, FaceTime. He picking his, his daughter up from school, like, you feel me? He on the phone just chopping it up. He used to just give me free game all day, just game. It wasn't about no song, no signing, no nothing. It was just game, you feel me? So I appreciate Walker. Yeah, shout out to Walker. He's always he's always been like that as yeah. long as I've known him, too, where he'll give anyone game that, that wants Facts. to listen to it, man, too. Facts. For sure, man. How'd you get the opportunity to work with Nick Cannon? How the fuck? Oh, okay. So they came to Chicago to shoot the Chirac shit. The movie? Yeah. Yeah. And they had they had rappers in the writing and shit, and niggas was trash. I don't know. <laughs> this what my homie called me and said. He like, man, these niggas in here, man. They got writers block or something. I don't know what's going on. You need to get up here. Spike Lee was in the studio. Nick Cannon, Young Chop. So I got up in there and. Uh, they're like, shit, just gone. They're like, you ready? I'm like, yeah, I'm ready. As soon as I came in, lay the verse. Then that motherfucker like, who is that? <laughs> and young Chop, he, man, what y'all expect? That's fat, that's top money. What the fuck y'all expect? Y'all don't know him. You feel me? So he made him, he put the pressure on, he made him feel crazy. You feel me? So we locked in there since then, like me and Nick Cannon. Yeah. Locked in, started coming to Cali, fucking with him. You feel what I'm saying? 
Yeah, you guys dropped a bunch of records too, man. Yeah, we did. Yeah. For that, sure. That's hard, man. Yeah. Uh, so you got to work with Kanye, man. Yeah, Don yeah. Don right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what was that whole experience like? I mean, we still going through it. You feel what I'm saying? But that shit was different, bro. Just different, bro. I never seen no shit like that in my life. I never experienced nothing like that in my life. Like, just being around, just being around, I'm doing the processing. Like, that nigga being that motherfucker, like, with 10 CEOs while we going over records. So we going over records. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. He talking to him about this, him about this, him about this. Like, he just doing like 20 things at one time. I never seen no shit like that. So, you know, that, that, that opened my eyes to a lot too. Like it's bigger than just, just the rap. Yeah. That shit was just one corner of the room. Like you feel what I'm saying? The whole room is full of all type of shit he got going on. Like that shit was crazy. It's amazing but, that he can even balance doing all that different wild shit. Wild as hell. Wild, bro. Yeah. I never, that nigga robot. Then it's like, that nigga won't go to sleep till three in the morning, be up at six, like every day. Like, shit is crazy, bro. That's wild. Yeah, that's crazy. We still, we still, we still going through it though, so. Okay, yeah. yeah. That's hard right there. Hey, but seeing these pictures with you and Dre, man. Man, what's going on here? <laughs> what the fuck is this about, man? man I know uh, it ain't detoxes. <laughs> Nah, I, uh, my man, my man Slim from, uh, my man Slim from, uh, Cali, you know, that's, that's my boy. Like, you know, we right. good friends. Mm. We great friends. Like, we super locked in. Like, we go to the trenches together, like, all that. And that's, you know, that's Dre Mans. So, he brought me, he on he, he never brought a rapper to Dre. You feel me? Really? Never. You was the first one? Yeah. So at first, Drake was like, I heard it before, it ain't special. So I'm like, oh. That's what he said? Yeah. Like, with you around, or is that nah, what he just told No, nah, I wasn't around, I wasn't around. <laughs> you feel me? But I'm looking like, yeah. So, you know, I went back in the lab. <laughs> he got it. He like, man, I want him out here right now. You feel me? So, me and Drake just been locked in. Smooth cat. Fuck with Drake. That's hard, right? Big there, dog, man. yeah, for sure. Yeah, I fuck with Dre. Did he have you out in Croatia? Like, what was, what was that all about? Yeah, we took a trip. We took a trip. Yeah, uh, we did some work. You know what I'm saying? It was really a work trip, but it looked it like a vacation. But we was, yeah. you know, he got the studio on the mega yacht and all That's, that shit. Man. Say that again. Studio on the mega yacht. <laughs> he had two yachts, two mega yachts. Yeah. That's that different. shit was nuts. Yeah, that's different, right? Yeah, there. that's different, bro. That's Did that different. put you like in a different vibe, a different mood when you went to write and record, or? I mean, not really. 
Cause I'm a like I'm a do it, but I'm a do it whether I'm in a, on a on a yacht on a helicopter. I'm a do it like no matter where I'm at. But that shit was just like, damn, I gotta go six times harder because I'm waking up. I gotta go in the studio with Dre every morning. Hmm. You feel what I'm saying? I gotta bring my A game. Like I'm not wearing flip flops and shorts, none of that shit. I'm coming with shoes and pants. I'm ready to work. Like you feel what I'm saying? Like. I didn't treat it like no vacation. You feel what I'm saying? I ain't wear the open toe sandals to the studio, none of that <laughs> shit. Like, I came in that motherfucker ready to go. Cause this Drake, bro. Like, yeah. you kidding? Shit was crazy, but that's my dog. What type of feedback has he been giving you there? Super. Love it. When he point at you, that's how you know. <laughs> that's his this. move. <laughs> that's how you know you did something right. For sure. <laughs> For sure. That's hard as shit there, man. Not yeah. too many artists get to work with Dre, man. That's a fact, bro. Yeah. Niggas coming out, niggas coming there, play five records. Nigga Dre uh, turn shit off, like, when are you going to play some records? Like, yeah, he one of them. So you got to bring your A game. Yeah, I'm sure he's not there to waste no time, man. That's a fact. Real shit, man. Yeah. What was your reaction when you saw uh, Pusha T shout you out on Million Dollars? worth the game. Oh man, that's all love. That's my brother. Push my brother. You know what I'm saying? Love push, bro. Like for real. That's another guy that just giving me free game. Like you feel what I'm saying? I was going through some shit during the Donda too. When I first got there, like, cause the shit was just all over the place, bro. I'm talking about your favorite rappers is running around this bitch 24 hours a day. And then he just like, I'm just looking like, you know, niggas knocking on my room. Niggas coming in, trying to come in there, trying to, you feel what I'm saying? You know, niggas be trying to finesse. So Push stepped in. He like, man, look, fuck everything that's going on. Focus on you. Don't let nobody in your room. Focus, bro. Like, you feel what I'm saying? He was one of them guys that kept me level-headed through that shit. Because, you know, I be in the career recording. This shit, I, this shit just... People everywhere, bro. Shit hectic, huh? Yeah, like that shit was crazy. Yeah. So push one of them niggas that stepped in and like helped me with that. You know, that's my dog for sure. Yeah, that's solid. Me and right Push there. got shit too. We got records too. Okay. Yeah, for sure. For his album or just? My shit. For your shit. <laughs> okay. <For> sure. <laughs> um, speaking of your shit, money got wings. So first off, how do you and Cardo connect, man? How far back does this relationship go? I've been fucking with Cardo. I've been fucking with folks for years. Okay. Like, you feel what I'm saying? So me and Cardo been fucking around for years, bro. Like a long time. You feel me? But we was just, you know, playing each other close. Trying. He probably was trying to see if I was serious. Hmm. I'm trying to see if I'm serious. So when the time came, like, shit, we just did it, bro. Just went for it. Cardo got wings, money got wings, and Cardo got wings. That shit is crazy. Like, was this that, a, we've been we right. that album we probably been recording probably for like four years. Oh, okay, it's songs on there that's like three years old. Really? Yeah. No shit. So that shit crazy, bro. To get the the love I'm getting from it, I didn't expect all that. You know? Really? You weren't no, expecting that type of feedback? Cause no. look like fans eating this shit up. I wasn't expecting that at all. Uh -huh. Cause you know, I record every day. So we're like, I'll put this out, all right. But wait, I got some new shit. But they like, oh no, nah, they eating that shit up. So now I understand why people be like, man, you need to put this out. 
people will hear some old shit like you need to put this out. And I'm like that shit old. It's new but to it them. It don't matter. Yeah, it's, it's new to them. Yeah. So yeah, that shit crazy though. I gotta ask you about this artwork, man. Like, whose idea was it? Was it for the artwork? That was mine. Really? Yeah, human furniture. Human furniture. <laughs> <laughs> Got the woman as a lamp and shit. Shit the hard, tables. bro. Shit hard. I feel sorry for that lady holding that heavy ass table up. <laughs> the one that was up like that? Yeah. She was really holding that motherfucker. <laughs> I was going to ask how long she had to sit, sit, stand, sit like she that. She probably was like that for about an hour. God damn. Not straight, but yeah. an hour. Shoot. Crazy. Nuts. Shit's hard, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was hard. Um, I wanted to ask you about the music videos, because you kind of been rolling these out like in parts to where you're combining like three different songs in each one. Yeah. Why, why'd you decide that instead of just dropping, you know, one video for each song? I just wanted to see some movie type shit going on. Hmm. I'm one of them type of niggas, like, with my music, I'm, um, one of my strong points, I think, I believe, is like storytelling or like making you see what I'm saying. So I just wanted the video to reflect that, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And so, if I gotta shoot a running gun, I won't shoot a video. Hmm. You so you'd rather that, have the treatment, the story lined up for your videos then? Yeah, for the shit that I'm saying, like for certain songs, yeah. I just don't like, you know what I'm saying? I ain't, I ain't wanting to run it. Like, I won't shoot a video for two years. If I can't come up with the, if I can't, if I can't look how I want to look, I won't do a video for two years. That's probably my only problem. You know, Instagram turning into reels and shit like that. Like, you got to have a lot of video content. Yeah. And that's one of my weaknesses, like, I can admit throughout my career. Because if I'm, we're going to be doing some running gun shit, I'm cool. I'm not going to do it. I want to be able to go and spin that bag, like, to look how I want to look. Hmm. So that'd be my whole thing, bro. That's my battle right now. Yeah. And what was the concept for the, the part one? It's like you quit your job, you burn down the house. Yeah, part one was uh, quit the job, go to my house, sit there for a minute, burn the fucking house down, go dig up a bag of cash, you feel what I'm saying? And uh, the, the all video was like, some type of interlude, dream type shit. Okay. And then it just cut to what now I'm up. I done dug my money up and I spent some money. And I'm in the crib, got females being furniture, like you feel me? That was the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And you caused some controversy with all man. Oh yeah. So I'm gonna read this line to you, man. <laughs> you going Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Have to break this shit down for us, man. You said, why'd they take Kobe? They could have took Chris Paul. Why'd they take Juice World? They could have took Lil Tekka. Man, they call strays, man. I just gonna say what everybody else feel, man. Everybody felt when Kobe died, like, God damn. Man, they could have took this nigga, man. Like, Why no Chris Paul? Go, Why no, Chris Paul got I don't like this. Chris Paul, man. We just gonna keep it a hundred, man. Nah. 
<laughs> nah, I'm just fucking with you. Um, basically, like shit, you be thinking shit like that, man. Like your subconscious be like, yeah. damn, Kobe. Like you feel what I'm saying? Kobe out of everybody, bro. There's so many people he could have took. Like, <laughs> so many bench riders and shit. Like you feel me? But I knew the Chris Paul line was gonna stick. Like you feel what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, Chris Paul is kind of hated though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they, they be telling this shit. Like you know, this what man saying? be he flopping around the court. <laughs> No, nah, but he caught a straight, bro. Like, that's all that was. Uh, he just caught a straight. Tekka, too. He caught a straight. <laughs> it ain't no Tekka dish. I don't even, I, don't, I can't tell you one Tekka's home. Me neither. You feel what I'm saying? But Juice World from the rack. Yeah. Why Juice World? It could have took one of these, niggas. Like, you feel me? Yeah. He caught a straight. That's all. Did you ever get to meet Juice or work with him? I used to, he used to uh, live with my cousin in Madison. Really? He used to live with my little cousin, so hmm. I met him like six, seven times. Like he used to just be in that motherfucker freestyle, but he used to have black nail polish and shit. And I was in the streets, so I'm looking like, like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Never knew, like you feel what I'm saying? He was gone. Never seen it, bro. Hmm. Never seen it, bro. Nigga took off. Yeah. So that was crazy. That's wild. Yeah. Man. He used to be at my cousin's crib just freestyling for hours. Oh shit. Right. Yeah, we've seen this footage of him in the studio. It's just like, that's how he did every song. Yeah, he been like that, though. Like, for a long time, he been yeah. doing that. For sure. Don't live juice, man, for sure. For sure. And then you also said, how did Bill Russell outlive Nipsey? Man. And then Bill Russell died. Man, that's, that shit was... That shit didn't age well, did it? <laughs> <laughs> that shit crazy, man. Yeah. It didn't age well. Do you ever amaze yourself at what you be writing when you be putting together some of your bars? Be like, yeah, I snapped on that bitch. Not really. Well, yeah, some shit, but not really. It just be like, like I never thought none of that song. Hmm. Like, I'm just thinking like, they gonna hear this shit and just be like, uh, bars was all right. Hmm. But now it's just like, damn, like you feel what I'm saying? I don't really be, I be trying to get to the next song. Really? Yeah. You feel me? I ain't really think nothing of that song. It fuck around. It damn near wasn't gonna make the album. Like you feel really? me? Really? Yeah. I was finna scratch it. But I'm just Cardo like, man. You gonna make some people mad with this one, big folks. <laughs> you gotta put this one on now, big folks. So I'm like, fuck it, let's do it. Run it. I definitely did that, man. So. So is there a part three on the way or is is the story over as far as the videos? Yeah, that story over. Okay. So, yeah, I'm going to have to come up with something else, man. That one over. Okay. Did you have a personal favorite song on, the, on that album? I like 2004. Okay. That shit is hard, yeah. Yeah, it just, it bring me back. Like, you feel me? It make me remember shit from 2004. Like, hmm. That's my favorite. Okay. What's your thoughts on the music scene in Chicago right now? I don't know. It's cool. It could be better. It could be way better. Niggas just gotta start supporting niggas, pulling niggas up. Like you feel me? There's a lot of niggas out there who ain't getting pulled up. Hmm. Like you feel me? I be I, I be doing songs with niggas and I be like, damn, you his hood, he ain't pull, they ain't pulling you. Like you feel me? It's a lot of it's a lot of people that could get pulled up, bro. Cause Chicago got talent. Like it's, it's hella talent out there. But like I say, niggas gonna fuck with who they gonna fuck with. Yeah. And that's that. 
but yeah and i think when it comes to chicago there's so many different styles it's like yeah. everyone mostly focused on the drill music yeah. but like even like your style with the bars and you know even like you mentioned lupe yeah you can go back to common sense and shit too common, it's lupe, like kanye, kanye you know what Bump i'm saying Jay with the gangster shit yeah it was a, that was the first nigga i ever seen with a 30 in his gun and lupe come with the kick push yeah Twisted with the fast rapping, yep. Dirk with the auto tune, Herb spitting bars. It's just all type of shit going on. Like you feel, it's full of talent, but nigga just gotta get on the same page, man. And I don't see it because that's a gangster city. Mm. So niggas, niggas look twice at you. Like who is that? Who he fuck with? You know what I'm saying? That's what's going on. It's just a lot going on. Yeah, no, that's true, man. Yeah. What type of impact or influence would you say Chicago's had on the culture and on the rap game now? A big one, you know. Shit. I mean, like, when you make it out of Chicago, it's like, damn, you can make it anywhere, bro. So niggas want to hear that shit because niggas really want to come to Chicago and live out there for a little second and see how they really living. But they can't. So the way that they do that is listen to a nigga music. Like, you feel what I'm saying? So, like the UK drill shit, like that shit inspired all that shit. The New York drill shit, like, you feel me? That shit inspired all that shit, bro. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, you got the partnership with Empire, right? Yeah. So why Empire? Like you said, a lot of rappers been trying to sign you. I'm sure labels been reaching out too. Why did Empire make the most sense for you? I mean, cause I still want to do my thing. Like, I just, I still want it to be free. I don't want to be on no, roster on the come up i'm still on the come up so shit i'm just trying to trying to make my way in look around make sure i'm going in the right direction before i just yeah i'm over here like you feel what i'm saying i'm still on the come up i ain't nobody yet you know now you're definitely on your way if you don't if you say you're not there yet you're definitely on your way bro. yeah facts yeah um Single the money. Is this series over or you got one more in you? Yeah, I probably got one or two more in me. Okay. Yeah. I, I can't I can't put a date on it though. Hmm. Like I used to do on May 5th, but now I can't even put a date on it. <laughs> it's gonna be on one of the May 5ths, but I can't put a year on it. Gotcha. You feel <laughs> yeah. Do you plan to drop another project this year or are you gonna let this uh money got wings ride out? Um, I got another project coming, but um, I don't know if it's gonna be this year or the top of next year. I might just shoot for the top of next year. I don't know. Okay. But it's me and Zaytoven, whole 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 tape. Shit, nasty. I could imagine. Have you been in the studio with Zay for this? Yeah. Because you know yeah, he cooks yeah. up everything on the spot. Yeah, yeah. He gave me his whole computer. <laughs> Straight up, he man, you hard. Hell. I'm just going through beats. I heard a few beats that's out already. I started to remix them, bitch. <laughs> but yeah, Zay, that's my dog. We working uh, on something real nice. Real nice. I can't wait to hear that one, man. Show me be crazy. Neither. Yeah. So we know you and Pusha got some shit. Any other artists you've been working on you can uh, review? Uh, not really, not at the moment. Nah, really. I'm just working, bro. Okay. Just working. What's some advice you would share to the youth coming up right now? Shit. We live in a day and age where you can do anything you want to, be anybody you want. 
Put your mind to it, you can do it, bro. Folding them grades. Solid advice, man. <laughs> you got any shout outs you want to give before we wrap it up here? Shout out the whole 147th and Sibley Boulevard. Shout out my nigga Dre, shout out my nigga Ye, shout out my nigga Push, shout out my nigga Bory, Cardo, shout out my nigga Noel, it was his birthday, cameraman. Shout out Merc, Shake, the whole XO team. Shout out my motherfucking fat ass evil twin. Shout out my mama, love you. That's about it, man. Going up the rest of the year. What the fuck they was waiting for? All this fire, the fuck I need Satan for? They stay they speaking about it, bitch. You know who got it? The fuck you debating for? If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.